Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we have so much Big Brother 23 news to go over now that we are close to being one week away from the premiere. And we finally have a good idea of how this live move-in premiere, we can say that for sure. Now, live move-in premiere is going to work. We have a few articles that were released today. We were looking for a cast reveal and suddenly we got a three articles about a twist that people may be happy about. Some people may not be happy about but we have good dynamics of how this is going to work so without further ado we're going to go through and these go through these articles they're interviews with allison grodner and rich Meehan, and we're going to break them down talk about the twist everything you need to know leading up to the premiere so my name is barrett joining me as always the lovely roxy Hallman and daniel alcom brown and joining us yet again is nick city thank you all for being here and just to poll poll the room just to poll everyone, I'll go to Roxy first. Roxy, we had a few articles mm -hmm. talking about the new twist today. How are you feeling now that we have a little bit better of an idea of how at least the premiere is going to work? Mm, I'm guarded but optimistic. Okay, that that's fine. That can that can be an answer. Is that your whole answer? Um, sure. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, but someone in chat said we have three icons. Caden, Caden said we have three icons, and Daniel is here as well. I guess. <laughs> I love my fans. I'm glad to be back. Well, speaking of <laughs> Daniel, Daniel, you weren't here for our last preseason podcast, so I do want to go to you next. How do you feel about hearing about this new team twist that is going to be implemented in Big Brother 23? Um, I'm not a fan, to be honest, but we'll talk about it, I guess, a little bit more. I don't love these huge format twists that get thrown into the game, especially when, like, a quarter of the house is going to be safe, like, at all times. It's really annoying, but uh, I will definitely enlighten you guys. I'm sure you, I don't know if, who, who likes it, but uh, we will definitely talk about it. I, I, I sent out a tweet. I, I pulled people and I said, are you feeling optimistic or is this a please God no scenario when it comes to twist? And I was getting a lot more optimistic than I thought I would. So um, yeah, we'll definitely go into it because this is not the first time by far that we've had a team's twist. For those of you who are just getting into Big Brother or have not seen older seasons, we'll definitely talk about uh, what has happened in each of those seasons for the teams. Uh, but We'll get into all that. But Nick, I do want to come to you next. And I do want to know your thoughts on this team twist. Um, So unlike Daniel, I'm actually kind of excited. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of like the team thing. I feel like it kind of sets people up to where they're already like kind of forced to play. Um, where they kind of just can't like sit on their ass and get in like a big 10 person alliance and just be like, well, I'm safe for five weeks. So can't do anything. Um but at the same time, it can always backfire because that's how these twists fucking are. So I don't know. I, I'm I have a positive view on it for now. So okay, well we'll take positivity. Some negativity is that apparently my internet is so terrible as we are. It's gotten better. It's gotten better. It's not as bad. Yeah, earlier earlier it was not as great, but now it's fine. Maybe <laughs> it'll it'll yeah. <laughs> it'll be sporadic throughout this entire thing. Uh, but this is not by far the first time. Uh, that we've had this issue on my end, especially. So um, if it continues to be bad, please let us know in the chat, which we are live. So it's just an issue that we have as a, for a live show. So if it continues to be bad, please let us know. Uh, that's definitely not a bad thing learning. But um, yeah, we do have to get into this team twist. Um, and obviously we're going to break down the three articles that kind of describe this team twist. But 
for sure, let's just go ahead and do an overview on what is going to happen in this live move-in premiere because we did finally get confirmation that it is live. So um, we're going to have four groups of four moving in, 16 brand new house guests. We have that for sure. And from then on out, we're going to have them immediately go and compete in a competition. It's very similar to Big Brother All-Stars last year, where we had the four groups of four immediately compete to see who would be eligible for the HOH competition. But this time, they're determining team captains, which will be picked later in the show in terms of the four teams that we will have. Um, how that's Apparently, they're also qualifying for the HOH competition at the beginning, so we'll see how that's all going to work because I'm, I'm not for sure how they're going to be competing to see team captains and also qualify for the HOH comp. Who knows how that'll actually play out, but apparently that's what's going to happen. Um, and then later on, we're going to have uh, probably what I imagine is the four team captains sequestered. And later on, they will view 90 second videos of each house guest, which seems like a weird transition to have in the live move-in premiere. But apparently that's what we're going to have. Uh, and they're going to pick their teams from there. So uh, that's essentially how the live move-in is going to work. There are some other elements of the premiere that we can talk about later. But that's essentially how the team twist is going to work. We're going to have four weeks of this. There will be another added competition for the Sunday episode called the wild card competition. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but with that, I think we should go ahead and talk about the history of a team's twist because this is not the first time we've had it. This is not the first time we've had a team's twist this year in Big Brother. If you watched Big Brother Canada 9, we had two teams of seven. Uh, so this is not the first time this year that we've had that. And so I just want to know y'all's thoughts about team twists in general how do we feel about them especially as it relates to the history of big brother and how they've worked out anybody who wants to go first um okay so what i'll say is i i see like this twist going two ways it can either be like all right there's four teams right there could be three of them group up together and there's this one week one and we're just going to kick them all out and then we'll be out of the team phase and this and that that's the easy way that I see a lot of people going in there with like that mentality. But um, if people are smart, they could use this to their advantage. And, you know, people I would, you know, want to group up with one other team if that. And that's not... what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't want to group up with two teams. I feel like that's too much, too chaotic. But I feel like that's what a lot of people might want to do. Well. The twist, so teams is only going to last for four, I say only, God, four weeks. That's a long time. Mm -hmm. um, right. So the first week, so you need to get one team, whatever team wins the HOH, you need one other team to be your like true team, but then you need the other team for at least the first week. So what's going to happen is these team captains will pick like, you know, the, <laughs> the diverse jockey guys because <laughs> there's you know <laughs> we usually have 12 this year we're only gonna have 10 but anyway because <laughs> diversity like according to some people i was gonna say not a, not according to grodner <laughs> if that's what you're going for listen right. they have different personalities i'm told so that's diversity <laughs> according to grodner different Somebody... personalities and they're from different states so yeah, so they're what more do you want Right. I mean, <laughs> technically, that would be diversity, but that's not what we're talking about. But anyway, so you're going to have two, like, the, 
I think I feel like the captains will try to choose who they think are physically strong players. Those teams with the most, or with players that are seen as the most physically strong, they will team up, and then you'll have this one other group that they used for the first week, maybe two, and they're going to take out the fourth team. That's going to be the plan. So I think it'll defeat the purpose of what they claim that they're trying to do with it. But maybe the players aren't smart and they won't do that. (laughs) And I hope they're not. (laughs) Well, I was just going to team twist in general. Like, I'm not a huge fan because I would love to see, like, essentially they're creating four alliances right off the bat. And they're like, ooh, this is good. Like, we're going to have four sides going at each other. But typically that's not what happens. Like, if we're going to have these four groups, first of all, um, I mean, I guess it's kind of like a schoolyard pick is what I'm hearing. So uh, I guess they'll kind of be able to, like, pick who they want to work with. But it, it hits different when, like, four people are in a room and they're talking and we're like, hey, like, let's do this. Like, let's all come together. I like I would like it to be more organic in terms of the game. Like let just have no twist and let a uh, four group alliance form naturally and then have, you know, then someone's tempted to flip on that alliance and work with these other people. Like, I don't know. I just think an organic game is always going to be way more entertaining. I mean, I don't understand why BB ten is like known as one of the greatest seasons ever. And it's the only season that has not had a twist to mess it up. And they've like never thought to do it again. Like it, it blows my mind to be honest. And I'm rewatching BB10, so recency bias. But I think that's a pretty like common. Everyone loves BB10, yeah. so I don't know. Um, well, I think, it's like, the best season, right, Daniel? <laughs> well, Big Brother Six waves no. a little bit, but no. <laughs> um, <laughs> strong answer. I, I do love Big Brother Ten. It's definitely top five for me and top three even. But I, I don't know. Like I feel like yeah, we can talk about ooh, like maybe like one team will flip on another team, but we're talking about like a game of teams so like the best case scenario is a team flips on someone another team whereas like what if we just don't have teams at all and then you know then i mean what a if? lot of more scenarios but so, you know what allison grodner doesn't care that that's what we want because <laughs> she said it in the article that we read today she said it she said yeah i don't care verbatim that's what she said <laughs> that is not verbatim she said, what she said yeah, I don't care. <laughs> we will get to that, though. But since we're on the line of just uh, we're talking about big alliances, and that's kind of been the issue uh, in the past few seasons. Of course, we have a big alliance of eight or so um, kind of formed together early on in the game and just steamroll. Um, where in the past, that doesn't seem like a thing that's worked. Usually we have it kind of break off. But that's that's been very, a very consistent thing is that we have a ringleader. We have uh, a couple of big jocks that are like, what if we form this large alliance and just target all the other people who are not even tr- thinking about forming an alliance uh, and just pick them off one by one? And that's kind of how the past few seasons have gone. So that is one of the questions that was in the Entertainment Weekly article uh, where Dalton Ross asked, you're always trying to stay one step ahead of the players and keep the show fresh, but it seems like a group think dynamic has sprouted up the past few seasons, blah, blah, blah. And Reach Meehan said, the development and the creative always start before the season, then we let it go. Once the season starts, the creative we set up plays out. Look, it's been very interesting the last couple of seasons. I mean, I'll take All-Stars out of it because it was its own unique season, but even season 20 had the level six alliance, which had a group of strong players that really stuck together. Um... In many early seasons, that didn't happen where, yeah, people bond, but then it always broke apart. But there have been a couple of seasons that they managed to stick it out and not betray each other and really control the numbers. We absolutely look at those things when developing the creative for the season. Um, and in a couple of other interviews, they talked about how these decisions really, uh, 
they set up each year to kind of prevent this thing or to kind of keep them on their toes, the new cast and everything. But I feel like with the team's twist like this, especially when it refers to a groupthink dynamic, if you're putting them in groups of four already, I feel like that just makes it all the easier to be like, okay, two groups of four. All right, we'll run it. Suddenly we have a majority. Like it's so easy at that point. And I feel like it becomes much easier to form that groupthink. Obviously we've seen teams of four before. Um, in a year where they didn't exactly team up two whole teams, but we still had this large alliance of eight, uh, and plus a couple, I think, uh, if I'm trying to remember BB 18 correctly, that just steamrolled the game pretty early on and made it not fun to watch <laughs> until the, the teams were gone. So I don't know. Could we easily just see two teams of four be like, okay, we'll just join together. And that's, that's how it's going to work. I think, I think everyone's so optimistic about this twist because of Big Brother 18, because the people we liked were in that big alliance. And I mean, what happens when it's not Davon anymore and it's Jackson Mickey? Like, what are yeah. we going to do then, guys? Because uh, it, it can happen and it, it will. It has happened. So I think that's why everyone saw it. Like, literally, Big Brother 18 was ran by, like, the eight-pack very early on. But it sent home people like Jose, Victor, Bronte. We weren't, like, too attached to those people. Mm -hmm. So we really didn't care. And I guess we, like, well, almost... It production seems to think we were very attached to victor they bought brought him back like what 40 times in a season <laughs> no literally but they said we've got to create a competition and get this fella back in here that's what i mean right yeah that's and four weeks is like a whole month like that is so long to have this like stapled into the game so it i mean it is a whole month daniel thank you roxy but <laughs> i'm optimistic i really am i just it's just annoying, but I'll get over it for sure. I, me and Nick were talking about this before the podcast, but um, when I think of teams and I think of BB-18 since that is the most recent season with teams, I, I personally just have a bad taste in my mouth from it because BB-18 was such a twist-heavy season because uh, you have the teams, you have the roadkill comp with the three nominees, and then you have America's Care Package, you have the jury battle back, and then you have the pre-jury battle back. Yeah, and then you had the go I forgot about the round-trip ticket. That's a whole <laughs> other thing that was in that season. Uh, but it was just so many things packed on top of each other. And so I, when I associate teams now, I think of that constantly. And I'm just worried that it's going to be a new gimmick each week. It's like watching the mass singer. You're like, all right, what's the new weird thing that they're going to do and try to make it work this time around. So that, that's what I get with teams and not everyone feels like that. And not everyone feels the way that I do about big brother 18. I know that for sure, which is fine. I love that people love certain seasons of big brother, uh, because there's plenty of hate that goes on plenty of other seasons. I know Nick loves BB 18. He loves Frank Udi. Uh, just like Daniel. Daniel oh, is a big Frank not. fan. Uh, please. Definitely not. I was going to say, I think a lot of this might break down to the cast that we get. Cause I, I love the eight, the season 18 cast. Um, like, even, like, the duds, or people claim that they were duds, I feel like everyone kind of delivered. Um, and if we get a cast that's very, like, full of lively characters and people that want to play the game... Well, they're they might... all from different places. <laughs> <laughs> we might get a good season, even if there's teams for the same amount of time that we would for 18, because it was four weeks in 18, too. So mm -hmm. Four years in 18 also. <laughs> it was. Mm. And maybe mm -hmm. that person on the outs, someone on their team can win HOH. And they're... I mean, it, they're listen. That's, but, like, I mean, it's... that's like the highlight, I think, is that mm -hmm. it's hard to 
like I guess ostracized like maybe like one specific people now you just have to pick a group so <laughs> it's that's like I guess the pro is that we could have like this underdog that just happens to be safe because someone wins HOH but right um that yes, is like, the pro. like Ian in season 14 Daniel right yeah I like Ian I like Ian I like no, you Ian don't. too no you don't oh excuse me <laughs> right please <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I think we should start going through these articles because there are uh, a lot of interesting things that we can point out just from Alison Grodner and Rich Meehan's responses. Much better than me just talking uh, about Alison Grodner and Rich Meehan's responses. So um, I'm going to go ahead and on the stream, which is not what you guys can see, I'm just going to start going through the articles. I have the Entertainment Weekly article uh, up here first, and you guys are welcome to chime in with uh, anything that I talk about that Allison and Rich have talked about. Uh, so we have the Entertainment Weekly article from Dalton Ross. Um, and we learn that early on, this is going to be an all new cast of players, no returning house guests this summer. Um, and Rich Meehan says, no returning house guests this summer, at least not playing the game. Maybe there will be a surprise or two along the way, but all new house guests will be playing the game. Me and uh roxy did discuss uh early in our short little video today about the possibility of dr will returning as the neighbor at some point because he heavily alluded to that in a different article um and in an instagram post so there are a couple of things we could look out there or maybe see a new neighbor come in next door of other fan favorites Dave on. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so obviously we have a question about casting you have the new CBS initiative that uh, all reality show casts must be 50% people of color. And how did that inter how did that impact the casting process for you? And Alison Grodner uh, has famously, if you've s seen Twitter at all today, infamously more like, yes, uh, said, <laughs> listen, we're always looking for the best people in the best mix. I think we feel over the past seasons that we've had a pretty diverse cast. And certainly we have a diverse cast this time. It's 50%, if not more. And then Rich Meehan said, yeah, we're really excited. It sounds like it. Uh, it's in it's a just the picture yeah. of like the BB-17 cast. Like I've seen that surface That's everywhere. That's all day. <laughs> all hey, day. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, a lot of really fun layers. People have unexpected elements of their personalities. So really, that is might, might be their shortest response out of anything in the entire interview. Because uh, they don't want to talk about it. Of course not. Because... <laughs> because they don't want to acknowledge it because Grodner just pretended like diversity means personalities, location, what she said, and everything, which I guess the ethnicity part falls under that category. Right. But right. How are you going to talk about We've been talking about this for a long, like a long time. Like when I say we, I just mean the fandom but again, she doesn't care what the fandom wants because she said that. She said, yeah, I don't care. That's what she said. And then she pretends like, oh, well, it is diverse. It's always been diverse. We only had two people from Texas A&M this season. So, <laughs> right. I mean, we really held back. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? One of them has long hair and one of them has short hair. Whoa. Totally different. Look at that. Totally different. Insane. Very diverse. <laughs> like, I feel like that 
I feel like that's what her answer was like, though. That's why it's so short. She doesn't want to talk about it because she knows that that answer is a bunch of crap. Okay. Uh, it is. No, I, I agree with you. Uh, but for the sake of moving on, because I feel like we all have the we're all in agreement on that point. Uh, and there are definitely plenty of people in the comment section of our last videos who are not in agreement. Uh, very interesting opinions all around from the people. Oh, about family. what? I missed uh, it. Oh, uh, just about the the initiative and uh, what diversity mm -hmm. is, and it's yeah. You please. can't see me very well, but I am rolling my eyes about that. Right. Just submit <laughs> your racist and let's move on. Continue, Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next question was, uh, I know years ago when Survivor had a few seasons with very diverse cast, they did a lot of more legwork to find great personalities from all walks of life and relied less on direct submissions. Did you have to widen the casting net and do more recruiting? Vera, 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 I love you. Please repeat. You like glitched out really bad. I didn't hear anything. I'll try. Am I good now? <laughs> Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dalton Ross's question was, um, I know years ago back when Survivor had a few seasons with very diverse cast, they did a lot more legwork to find great personalities from all walks of life and relied less on direct submissions. Did you have to widen the casting net and do more recruiting? And Groner said, we have a lot of fans in this cast, some super fans, a handful of people new to the game. But I don't think we really had to do that. We always try to look for people from places we haven't we haven't before wait yeah we haven't before to get a diverse group of personalities mm -hmm. locations and perspectives you know where we oh, haven't yeah. ever been texas a&m let's go there <laughs> this year guys <laughs> well so yeah we'll set up a bunch of different tents on the campus of texas a&m to make sure nobody you can escape last time we were in the the left quadrant Let's go to the right. Let's go over on the right side. See who's over there. We've never been here before. <laughs> like, what kind of answer is that? Honestly. Like, yeah. It's literally like a lot of legwork went into forming these casts on this other show when, the, when they had their most diverse seasons. Did you find that you have to do that? No, we've never really done that. We don't really feel the need to. That's her answer. <laughs> literally what she said like they they move locations like what kind of a, a response like that is her answer <laughs> talk about out of touch my god can somebody fly her to the midwest so she can no. see the real world i don't live in the midwest I... but i'm just saying that's a central location that maybe you can branch out a little bit because guess what it's not california and texas a&m there are other places i like have a dream of being on big brother so i'm just gonna like keep my mouth shut for this one guys you're never gonna be on big brother if you're a part of this <laughs> we've trapped you now it's oh my a, god it's a clap <laughs> It's like casting on A&M's campus. You can't escape, okay? They're going to get you. They're flying I mean, you out. Like, what? what is prompting? I mean, and listen, my cousin, he he played tight in for the Aggies. Not like I got anything. I mean, I, we are Arkansas Razorbacks, but it's not like I got anything against them much. But I'm just saying, like, what is prompting her to to go there? So is she getting a discount in the bookstore or what? What are they offering her? I just don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm down here. You can get 20% off sweatshirts. Uh, and she's like, hot damn, I'm going. <laughs> All right. They talk about the 90-minute the all-live premiere that we we're going to have. Um, 
And so then they move on to talk about how the theme this year is Big Brother Beach Club, which we have talked about already uh, a little bit, a little too much. Uh, Thankfully, it doesn't look like there's going to be anything that has to do with Big Brother New Beginnings or Big Brother Rebirth, which we talked about in the last podcast. Uh, That seems to be... Spoiler girl wrong. Spoiler girl proved wrong. She'll she'll just be like, I don't don't give factual information. I just give rumors that I hear. She's like... She got the house. Yeah. I thought that they did have fallopian tube slides into the house. I didn't know. That's what she said. <laughs> it's what I heard. Uh, she tweeted it out earlier. So, but we also learned that it's going to be equal parts beach club and, uh, as Rich Meehan would say, and I would say casino. There's going to be a lot of fun gambling events this summer, which, uh, which makes sense. Apparently, the backyard is very casino themed. Uh, especially as it has to do with the first competition. Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. I don't think that he mentions that in this interview. Uh, but we also have the wild card competition. Uh, I theorize Ooh. that maybe America will vote on a Joker, a saboteur of sorts in the house. Maybe we'll have that if we're going to keep the if we're going to keep the card theme going. Uh, but we pretty much have that to look forward to, and obviously there's the promo about go big or go home that we've had. Uh, which relates to the casino, I would imagine. And there's mm-hmm. going to be apparently a double or nothing offer at the end of the premiere that Julie is going to offer to the house guests. What that could mean, I don't know. Does it mean doubling uh, a prize of a million dollars? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that means exactly. What double or what would double or I nothing mean? I don't know. I don't know. I I can't. I can't even think of anything. You can do a competition where, so if you're HOH, you can do a competition where you could potentially um, have the ability to be HOH again a second week. But if you lose this competition, then you are not HOH this week. But you know what? They're not going to do that because that's way better than whatever it is that they've thought of. So <laughs> I just, CBS, just... call me. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> Hashtag CBS, call me. The trend continues. Uh, yes. But. I, I'm trying. It's hard for me to theorize what a double or nothing offer could be because it's hard to throw in. One, it's right. hard to throw in a twist when they've already thrown in a team's twist. So how can you throw in like an individual twist or uh, along with that? I don't know. It, it's hard for me to imagine. So I would love to Maybe hear. Maybe like do you get like double votes for the first eviction or something like that? But like you're risking losing votes yeah. as well. I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't tell if like double or nothing is supposed to be like literal or. <laughs> If it actually has to do with doubling something or if it's just literally they're just trying to use a phrase. Uh, but, yeah, I'd love to hear theories about the double or nothing offer. My mind went to the veto. And like when in 14, when they they had that twist where there was a second veto for a week, maybe there could be a chance to unlock another veto or there's just no veto for the week. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it's going to have to do with something with the power though like roxy said the hoh it could be like if you win this comp you can compete in hoh next week but if you lose you can't compete for the next two or something that could be it um it could be something like that i don't know i feel like it has to do with the competitions i don't know watch it be like some dumb shit like of course it will be (laughs) like double your i have five thousand dollars right here step forward in front of everyone and i'll make it ten thousand but you will see who all step forward (laughs) 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 some shit like that oh man okay um so we have uh, more about the gambling events is that going to play into the competitions that we're going to have rich Meehan says yeah 
and we try to he just says yeah no uh he's, and we try to <laughs> lean into really fun themes that are inherent to big brother playing the game is always a risky proposition who are you going to align with who do you betray yeah. they definitely mm-hmm. lean into the themes remember bb takeover how well that worked right like week two I'll guys this isn't working weeks. let's just maybe they won't notice that we're not doing it anymore <laughs> mm-hmm. after they were done dancing in the shower like mm-hmm. yeah and uh yeah. so yeah I, I don't see this mattering at all uh and there's a little bit about covid protocols uh about how their systems are going to stay the same exact way and another and maybe this interview too where they kind of lean in more about being vaccinated and allison pretty much pleads the fifth and it's just like you can talk to cbs about that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that here um but uh we go on to what does that mean for a battle back competition obviously there was not one last year because of covid related complications i'm assuming and the rich Meehan says as for opportunities to get back in the game we'll have to wait and see which I already hate that answer, but at the same time, it could also mean no as much as it could mean yes. So, can I stop you for one second? Yes. In, ch- in chat, Tyler F says, "Can we just have the guy who cast OTT cast the rest of the seasons?" And then he says, "And fire Allison." Well, okay, so Allison isn't in charge of casting, and um, she's a producer. But and so the casting agent that we've had previously was Robin Cass, and she is not casting now. Um, actually the guy who did cast OTT, Jesse Tenenbaum is the one who cast this season. He is now head of casting Tyler. So that part of it, I do feel pretty good about, Mm. except, you know, the problem is, is that CBS probably had, they probably cared less about OTT because it was online, but they have final say. And so, who like I think casting in general probably has a pretty okay pool of people, and then CBS is like, but wait, there's not enough blondes that are vegan and enjoy walking dogs. Get one of those. We had one two years ago. She did great. And so, so that's that's what well, really happens. To be honest, I feel like Robin casts. I mean, yeah, I hate her if you want, but she casts for Big Brother Canada, and we have like had really good Big Brother Canada cast. This is what I'm saying. This a is lot. what I'm so, saying. I don't yeah. think it's casting. I think it's CBS. The so. people sit behind. Call me CBS. CBS, call me. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. But I do think that. I mean. I am pretty optimistic about the cast because they are, they have to literally cast 50% like POC. So, yeah. I mean, that alone like limits what they can do, even if they were to go all out on as many like white people as they can. They literally can only cast eight. So, uh, at least we have that. Yeah. We finished last season, didn't we? No. Huh? No. We didn't, we didn't no. podcast the whole season? No. <laughs> I thought you guys did. No. I thought we did. No. I we... think we did. <laughs> I remember talking about late game and how horrible it was. Maybe at some point I did like a season recap video, uh, oh. but My okay. Bad. So we only went through triple eviction. But, That's what they yeah. said. But we don't talk about that shit. So, <laughs> oh, sorry, NSFW fan. You, my bad. You were right. Apparently, we didn't finish. I blocked it out. The season before, we definitely did. Yeah, and we're so talented and we're so proud of us for covering a whole Mm -hmm. season. Uh, But so 
Uh, moving on with the interview, as I'll get it actually pulled back up on the stream. Uh, so we have that co- we have the question about the battle back competition, and then we have you're always trying to stay one step ahead of the players and keep the show fresh. But and then we actually no, we already went over that one. Uh, I actually pitched the same exact thing last season that you should implement a team implement uh, implement a team element. There we go to shake things up. Can you elaborate on what that's going to look like? Um, and Rich Meehan says, well, on opening night, there will obviously be live challenges. In the first live challenge, house guests compete, and they will be in groups of four moving in because it is live. We have to control it a bit. Otherwise, it's just noise if there are 16 people running around the house. I, I like that because we think of once the all 16 of them were in the all-star house and they just kind of stood there and didn't know what to do. That was really weird. Um, so, uh, But obviously, it led to my favorite moment in Big Brother history, which is the locked uh, have-not room. So, I mean, if we get a little bit of that, <laughs> I will enjoy that too. Um, as people move in and they're in that first competition, they're going to be vying to be a team captain and also to be able to compete for HOH. The team captain competition is going to be how they're selecting their team. If you're a team captain, you're going to get a snapshot of some of the house guests. Then you're going to have to decide what you want to add to your on your team. It should be a fun way to build the teams. It's always interesting to see how it plays out with that element because the team dynamic changes the game a little bit. And that's comp- a little bit different than what we get in regards to the, the team picking element uh, in the parade article, uh, which specifically says that for the first time, these groups will not be chosen by production or a group of returning players, but among the new house guests themselves. The four newly appointed captains will be shown 90-second clips of their competitors recorded preseason. Hopefully, they will serve as a glimpse into the strengths and weaknesses of their competition. So a lot more specific in the parade article in terms of picking the teams. How do we feel about this operation? If this is truly how it works, if they're just watching... 90 second clips of each of the house guests they have to choose from. How do we feel about that process of picking teams? I like it if the house guests know that they are going to be shown to like another house guest. So I would like it to be fair in the sense of like, like if I'm going in my video and I'm like, oh, I'm this evil bitch and I'm going to mastermind this whole show and da da da, like obviously that would not be fair to show to like someone who's playing the game. You know what I mean? So I I hope that they are aware. That Rich these are, said oh, yeah. in the interview, fairness is one of the main components that they oh. strive for. So <laughs> giving, you, that's giving, not gonna happen. Right. You, I, I, that's I, every def- time fairness is brought up, I just think of when they like gave level six like sleeping pills so that they'd be nice and rested for the HOH competition. <laughs> <they're saying>. But <laughs> no, uh, that's. De- I think it's gonna it's gonna be like um, you know picking teams in uh, you know elementary school PE. That's what it's gonna be like. It's mm-hmm. gonna be like, and there's gonna be that one person. And that's like, I didn't get picked. I guess, guess I can't play kickball today. <laughs> it's gonna be that one person. They're like gonna be the last one, and then that team's gonna be like, and I guess we'll take him. <laughs> yeah, you know? um, and her name is Jody. Uh, but right, right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I, I do not think it's gonna be a case where they're just spilling their deepest darkest secrets for 90 seconds on video that would be very unfair uh so I, well, it do, but it doesn't put it past them in big brother canada i was it season seven they literally like outed like game-changing information on the, on the first night in front of the whole house like i don't know i would not put it past big brother production so that's what i'm scared and what Oh, Big, Big Brother Canada, Canada season, yeah. season. It like ruined uh someone's game. Six it was or like, seven. It was six, seven. Seven. 
six. I forget her name. No, it was it, no, it was seven. It was seven. You're right. Yeah, that's what I said. Seven. The one Dane won. It, like it ruined like someone's game. I forget her name, but she was like a queen, so it was really unfortunate. Jennifer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that uh, okay. Well, that adds a little bit of uh, interest to it, if that's the case. But like, I feel like it's just going to be a very normal, which makes me question like how much they'll know about this twist beforehand. Um, because I, I feel like it's going to be very awkward to sit all of these house guests down and to be like, can you just like talk about yourself for 90 seconds? But also don't be like too specific, but also don't be too vague. Just be like interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't know how this is all going to work. And I also don't know how it's going to work uh, in the aspect of it being a live thing that all of these team captains are going to be yeah. watching like that would take up a lot of time first of all if you're watching 12 90 second clips uh i guess a good portion of a 90 minute episode that's already going to be crunched for time anyway so i this is all really confusing to me in terms of how this is going to operate in a live premiere uh, it's one thing to just say show it in like a, a recorded premiere that you can edit and do anything to it time is like at your disposal at that point but to watch it happen live i don't know how that's going to operate i i really don't think we're going to see an hoh competition in this premiere so i'm not hoping on that at all so it, they're that... going to try and then they won't be able to get the door <laughs> open to go to the hoh comp and they'll be like well, yes we'll do this next week <laughs> Right. next week's a double eviction we can't do hoh yeah. this week you know what i want and maybe this is just because i've been watching Big brother time but i want like a uh, voting hoh again i think that is so cool like oh i love that. that i don't know so it's cool. like different they should like switch it up every now and then yeah i i honestly don't think we'll get the the whole team deliberation picking thing on the premiere i feel like they're gonna end it like right before that and that's gonna be the next episode because mm. i just i don't see how they're gonna like be able to do all that in, is it like, a one or two so... hour premiere to be fine it's 90 minutes it's 90, 90 minutes, minutes. Okay. that's so like they're gonna like you know they're gonna put them in in their groups of four they're gonna compete in the comps and then I, what i think will happen is whoever wins they're gonna be like all right so like Daniel, you won. Go straight up to the HOH room and like. Why Daniel win? Us. Because I have to say, give me that key. <laughs> exactly, it's in my contract. Yes. <laughs> um, and then there's three of us who get like stuck, like sitting in the living room or something. And then when the next person wins, they go right up to where Daniel is. Because I feel like if they were to be like, oh, like, okay, we're done with our thing. You guys go back inside. The next group comes in. Like the four of us are gonna obviously talk in like the living room or wherever the hell they put us so they're gonna have to separate whoever the winner is mm -hmm. and I, I don't know i feel like it's way too much that they're gonna try to be doing yeah. in 90 minutes so do you think then uh the double or nothing thing at the end from julie will just be she's gonna tell us she's not gonna tell them because yeah. how will they do the double or nothing if they haven't picked teams There's... done all this other crap? maybe it has to do with the team itself maybe like i i believe teams will be solidified so you can get you can get more chances to win the hoh or i don't know hell who cares whatever <laughs> I, this is all, i the more that we talk about what's supposed to happen in this premiere and what's going to be like going on in the season the more confused i get as to how it's going to work in 90 minutes because i don't think it will um so i i kind of agree that it maybe did triple eviction yeah, but like, 
which also got ruined because they had triple eviction on the back of Julia's Try to block that up. Maybe that's why we stopped covering. Uh, But (laughs) that's why we stopped covering this season. But uh, so I could see the episode ending maybe once the four team captains have been solidified. And maybe as they're about right, like right before they're supposed to deliberate is when the episode ends and Julie leaves them with like an ominous double or nothing message. I don't know. Uh, it's, it just doesn't seem like enough to fit into 90 minutes. So, but at the same time, the feeds are supposed to start once the West coast premiere ends. So right. it's just like, are they still going to be doing that stuff for which, when the premiere ends? Which I love that we are getting night one feeds again and like just a yes. week of feeds like the first week because i remember like before we would always there's so many like debates on like who started what alliance first and like i mean i remember watching we were the 21 and we were like so shook watching the episode that like there was an alliance with like ovi and like all the freaks so like and like how we never knew that but <laughs> i mean i remember wrong Everyone's like, <laughs> um <laughs> But I love like watching like the night one stuff. It's so interesting. So I'm excited. Ovi's only real alliance with was with his cookies. So unfortunately for him, uh, I wish he had a real alliance in that house. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's all really complicated to me. The more that we talk about it, and it's just stressing me out even more now. So this was wonderful. Uh, I'm glad we did this. But <laughs> uh, so where were we at in this interview? I think we were pretty much through with it. Yeah, we got through the Entertainment Weekly interview. And then we have Sharon Tharp's U.S. Weekly interview that overall kind of says the same thing. Goes into the theme of Beach Club, uh, just talks about the twist a little bit. Opening night, we're all live again, all live premiere, uh, all new, all new Big Brother players, no returning house guests. Um, it's going to be all new house guests, and then uh, they're going to start off playing in teams. They're going to be battling to be team captain as well for buying the ability to play head of household. Um, and anything can happen. It's fun. You hit the ground running, and the live TV is fun. That was a direct quote from Rich Meehan. So the U.S. Weekly article really gives us a lot of the same. So uh, th- a new question that was asked, though, by Sharon Tharp was, the triple eviction was a new one last summer. Possibly we may see that again. And Grodner said, oh, we loved it. It was certainly a surprise for everyone for the first little bit, I guess. And a for, very... Like, yeah um and a very different field than our usual double eviction so there's definitely a chance this could happen again um as long as you just check your boards for a triple eviction just being shown right behind julie uh maybe you could do it again but uh this is the article that confirms uh well actually i say it confirms the question is will the live feeds turn on sooner as they did last year and Groner said, I think we're following the same schedule. And then Meehan said, yeah, I believe the plan is the live oh, feeds no. will be on the evening after beer. Okay, so we're not getting the live feeds until three <laughs> weeks into the season. It's confirmed. Uh, but... I like how you added inflection in different places that could change the entire like feel of the sentence. That right. You really don't know if that was the inflection mm-hmm. used. But I feel like you're probably correct. <laughs> I really try to, I just try to form uh, their statements to how I'm feeling. So that's, that's my overall goal for any of these podcasts is to make Rich I mean, Meehan yeah. and Alison Grodner look terrible. It's not really my goal. They do it to themselves. Um, I mean, they make it pretty easy. So your job's not that hard. So um, More about COVID guidelines, the vaccinations. They didn't even want to talk about that. We're just referring people to CBS about that. Yeah, she's like, we're not going to talk about that. Okay. Well, and she also was like said something like, 
that she was hoping for like at the end of the season maybe a live audience for the finale because you know depending on protocol because the numbers are down and i'm like when was this interview done because 2017 yeah have you heard of the delta variant that's like got california spiked up by like a billion trillion percent just kidding it's only 14 <laughs> only 14 percent by a lot yeah what are you talking about what are you talking cbs call me come and get your girl <laughs> to quote to quote her directly uh sharon tharvester will there be a studio audience this summer to which she said the season will definitely start without but we felt like with the new set and everything we were happy to continue this for safety purposes but as things loosen up and all that there's always that option and maybe it's more about a finale that includes an audience we will see how things go and where the summer takes us in terms of protocol um and then the next question was in terms of days what are we looking at will it be like a normal season and Mihan said i think it's pretty comparable to previous seasons it's in the realm of what we've done in the past um and then the question that uh <laughs> bb twitter is also loved today which is um you guys you guys have been doing this show for a long time and obviously oh. big brother fans are very passionate it's true uh, how much of the feedback do you read on social media and how much of it do you try to actively avoid? Uh, and Groner said, we do have amazing fans. Honestly, this is a show that especially with the live feeds and everything that we have that core group and they're a huge part of our success. So we absolutely appreciate them. They always have opinions and we understand that. But honestly, you can't produce a show driven by social media and Twitter. We strive to produce the best show and also take into account how the audience is reacting. So it's not just shutting them out, but, you know, there is a balance for sure. Um, I think what she's saying is nobody cares <laughs> about what people tweet. Which this is, is what I'm saying. That's the quote. She said, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> which is like... I think for a, a sanity perspective, I think it's fine. I don't think Alison Groner should actively look at Twitter all the time. Uh, oh, my God. I mean, I feel like she would need therapy if she did because uh, people don't. They go in on her. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Which terrible. I am not advocating for because I don't like when people get personal, but I'm about to be personal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. If at the beginning, Barry, your internet's terrible right now. Woo. I'm just saying that if at the beginning of your answer, you claim, you state how the fans and social media, all a huge part of the success of this show, <laughs> and then you go on to say, but you know what? We don't give a shit about that. <laughs> what? She said, we're trying to make a TV show and we're striving to make it the best we can. Honey, if this is your best, <laughs> God help your worst because it, I, I just, I'm not understanding how you can start out and go and, and, and acknowledge, uh, yeah, we know, we do look at it and we see all these things the fans are saying. And listen, I know some of it is asinine, but CBS call me because I have good ideas, okay? Not really, but still call me because I want to bitch about it. What are we doing? I mean, how dare you? First of all, how dare you? First of all, how dare you? <laughs> it, it, what I mean, like, to be honest, how else could she have answered that question? Like, come on. Like, I thought, I mean, giving the... Honestly? I, try I that. Mean, 
I mean, it's pretty honest. Like, I yeah, don't care. <laughs> but, well, I mean, um, I guess, because she really doesn't yeah, care. She's she was honest. So, I mean, did you want her to say yes um, every time How about they realistically? Her, we're bringing her back and <laughs> what the fans want? I mean, I would have loved them to answer and take my call to save Janelle seriously on that one Thursday morning, but they did not. Oh so, my God. I mean, if anyone's oh as upset, <laughs> it should be me, but I don't know. <laughs> What do you? What can you expect from her to say at that question? I like really. I expect for her to say, to to say yes. This show owes so much to the fan. It always has the fans, the live parts of it, the social media, and later years. Like, do you think that this show would like? The fans are the ones who are talking about it, and it's trending on. Twitter and and you have entire forums on Reddit dedicated to this show and you don't care how it's being received instead you're sitting in your penthouse office and going you know what was a good idea that the fans really liked that battle of the block let's do that again <laughs> some would say but it's a fan much. favorite yeah right the the fan favorite how would she know how do you know it's a fan favorite First of all, stop saying things are fan favorites if you're not even going to acknowledge <laughs> what the fans are saying. Allison, how did you? PBS, please call me. I'm very nice. <laughs> it's like it's like Allison Grodner in Big Brother is like someone packing a pickup truck full of furniture and tying it and everything and driving down the interstate and slowly you just start losing the furniture but you don't ever think to turn around to look to check in to see how much furniture you've lost until eventually you get to your destination and you look back and realize that you have an empty bed uh and that's been allison grodner i think for the most part in the past i don't know decade with big brother she it, it, it doesn't seem like anyone cares what the fans say um it's gonna be something terrible year after year yet here we are talking about it yet again and probably it's oh, gonna control our right. lives we look like boo boo the fool we really do so. <laughs> it's <laughs> we are the we are the, the punishment it's like we bitch and complain about it and we do it to ourselves. Right, that's yeah. nice, to be honest. Because <laughs> you know damn well we're going to be right there July 7th on our computers watching the fucking live feed. Mm-hmm. So. I know, I've already checked my schedule. <laughs> I will say, like, and, and part of me wants to be like, well, they did do All-Stars last year. And that's like something we've asked for for a long time. But at the same time, I'm like, but it, do it for us. that's the thing. I was yeah, like, no. <laughs> that's the thing. That's that's the part I was about to say. When you think about it, you're like, uh, nope. If if the world was normal last year, there would have been no all stars. It took uh, a literal whole pandemic to give us all stars too. And then like, it's not. Which <laughs> plot twist? It wasn't good. That is why it started. All of this conspiracy theory crap about who released the virus. It was the Big Brother fans. <laughs> Just to get us all stars again. We'll get all stars one way or another. Look what you've done, fandom. That's right. <laughs> but part of me is also like, even if they did try to please the fans and bring back something that they liked, like a la, I saw uh, the pressure cooker comp. Um, I feel like if we did the pressure cooker comp today, it would be so inconsequential and they would do it like in the second week 
of the season. And after two minutes, everyone would be like, why don't we not do this? And then they would all just release their buttons. (laughs) It would be so anticlimactic. And then everyone at Big Brother Production would be like, well, this is what happens when we try to give the fans what we want. Uh, yeah, because they're it, when they it, brought the. Go go ahead. Ahead. I was gonna say like when they brought the like the iconic uh, season six chess uh, chess oh, thing last uh, season, Nightwing. and they brought it back at the freaking final five hoh. Like, what business does that have being in a final five <laughs> hoh? Exactly. <laughs> None of them knew what it was. Right. <laughs> well, because they cast people who have never even heard of the show. Because you know where they found them, Timbuk Two at the bar. That's right. <laughs> I said it. That's the uh, that's the I other just, thing. I yeah, was, quit doing that. <laughs> I was just even gonna, if we did fly her to the Midwest, she would just find a bar and be, like of some farmer and be like, "Hey, you know what? I could make you a star." <laughs> <laughs> it's just so annoying. They do this kind of thing on purpose. They're like. You know what? It's like almost manipulative. They're like, well, fine. If the fans are going to bitch about that, yeah, we'll give it to them. But you know when we're going to do it? At a time where it doesn't matter and no one will like it. We'll show them. Like, you're not doing it right. You're not. I I feel like it's like how toddlers only halfway listen. That's what it's like. (laughs) It's like, yeah, you can have a cookie after dinner and then you turn around and the kid's holding like four cookies. You said I could have a cookie, but they didn't hear the after dinner part. It's like that. (laughs) That's what it's like. We just can't. So I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, (laughs) I I will not complain. Uh, The U.S. Weekly uh, article ends with uh, the question of any last teases you can tell us about this summer and what fans can expect. Also, I've said U.S. Weekly. Is it U.S. Weekly or is it Us Weekly? (laughs) us okay well the s isn't capitalized yeah it's us weekly okay gotcha i just know i've said it (laughs) us weekly so many times but i feel like in the past i've said us weekly (laughs) and now i don't know why i had the sudden change of uh whatever it doesn't matter anyway uh i knew what you meant i mean that's the least of my worries thank you uh the question is any last teases you can tell us about this summer and what fans can expect and Grodner says we have a really fun premiere planned it's a 90 minute live premiere and at the end we will have something that's never happened before Ooh, dun, dun, dun. Uh, the ooh was added by me Grodner didn't say that julie is yes, going to <laughs> okay. Grodner definitely said that julie right, is going well. to make an offer that might be or is most likely too good to refuse a double or nothing kind of offer to go with the gambling thing that we've got and taking risks and rewards and all the chances and high stakes and all of that that we're going to be playing into with our twists. We will be ending premiere night with a big offer. You know what? It just, I just got scared because this took me back to Big Brother 19 when they were like offered the money to press the button and then Paul walks in. So, I mean... It really oh, can't no. get much worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Well, Davon did put her account on whatever hold, silent, whatever you want to call it. She, oh, she locked her Twitter? <laughs> yeah, she... Somebody, somebody in chat said that way a long time ago. Yeah, she privatized it or something. Really? Um, Make room for the queen. Make yeah. room for the queen. Oh, she's coming. Sorry, I can't... Her and, her and Taryn are working together. Oh, she changed her icon, too. Mm. Um. So, do we think? Let's talk for a second about this wild card business. Yes, that's the next thing I think we should talk about. 
Okay, perfect. It's like I read your mind. It's like you told me your notes beforehand. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I really didn't know. I just have been thinking about this. Do we think, well, first of all, let's just call it what it is. It's roadkill competition, right? They just need a competition um, for Sunday. And they're like, what can we do? Well, we got this whole Monte Carlo, according to Rich, um, casino gambling theme on night one let's just take it for the entire show and then we'll have something on sunday we'll create an entire competition around it so because why would we bring back any of the types of competitions that the fans won allison said we don't care about them and rich said oh yeah you're right so now we have this wild card competition but I mean, it's not going to be exactly like roadkill, but I'm just saying that's what they did there. So, like, what are they going to give us? What could this entail? And yeah. is it going to be crappy like roadkill? I don't want it to involve any vote whatsoever from America because I don't believe for a second that they do what America wants anyway. Because sometimes I'm like, there is no way in hell that is what people voted for. You didn't vote to push Helen? No you didn't do that? <laughs> I voted for it. I don't remember. I didn't give oh, yeah. you did. No, uh, we will talk about <laughs> the wild card competition because it is it is a lot like the roadkill competition or any of the offshoots of the roadkill competition that we had in following seasons. I could not I could not tell you the name of those competitions right now, even if I tried. There's the camp uh, wackadoodle uh, competition. Uh, the- <laughs> Camp, did you say Camp Wackadoodle? I don't remember mm. what it was called. It was something weird. The wha- Wacktivity Club. Wacktivity Club. That, yes. <laughs> Wackadoodle would have been better. So wacky. Um, but the wildcard competition will only include three house guests, apparently. Uh, because so suite. Yeah, kind of like that. Uh, yeah, you can only play once. Um, but uh, the HOH, their team is safe for the week. It's like a normal BB team twist uh so we'll have four people safe automatically and the three remaining teams will then pick someone else to one person from their team to compete in the wild card competition and in the parade article they say that um each of the three non-immune teams will nominate a competitor those three people will then take part in a competition with only one winner that house guest not their team i think the article originally said team uh so that's why in parentheses now it says not their team is safe but going along with the theme, their choice will come with a price. If the winner decides to accept safety for the week, it will result in a punishment that may affect them, their team, or the house at large. So a bit of a Pandora boxness to it. Nick, I think you said that before we started. Uh, but uh, then we have Rich Meehan saying, for whoever wins, safety is up for grabs, but that safety will always come with a major risk-reward dilemma. So I may win safety, but how I attained that safety might make some people happy and might make some people very upset with me. And Grodner alludes that the punishment will always fit the crime, adding there's no putting the house on slop. Slop would be the easy way out. Mm. Mm. Maybe we'll get the saboteur I mean, this is for sheriff. The joker. I'm glad they're I'm glad they're like coming to terms with it as the easy way out when you like let people eat in a shower, but whatever. I mean, right. <laughs> Got a pocket full of boiled eggs. It's the weirdest snack. That's what he was eating. That is the weirdest thing. It's already what? weird that you're taking something in the shower, but your choice was a boiled egg. <laughs> mama, I need my protein. I need, <laughs> I need some eggs, mama. 
I mean, he can't. I mean, he couldn't put chocolate milk in his pocket. He had to put something substantial in well, there. Well, he tried to. If Kimmy didn't move her damn shaker bottle, he could yeah. have reached it in time. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, Kimmy, your 10-foot shaker bottle is taking up the entire fridge. So. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Um, okay. So I don't, I don't really know what you to know. expect in terms of, like, punishments for people. I would assume there are certain... Maybe there are certain punishments that you give your whole team, like a costume. I feel like it's going to be something like that, very much like Safety Suite, yeah. where the where the punishment is not really like a punishment per se. It's just something that they can. I want, I want some tea. Like I want to be like you have to sit. You have to sit two people out of HOH, which it's like, oh, why the hell did you sit me out of HOH? Like I want some like head turner. Or so. they can't. Or they can't vote for the week or something. Yeah, you can't vote, and they have to like justify. It, be like I thought that like i wanted to hide your cover like, like i don't know i think i wanted to be like very game changing yeah like, if we're gonna do this like let's do it right but well it's let's not real, we're gonna it's get gonna be like right yeah you, you you can make somebody wear a frog costume for two weeks <laughs> or they can't use a hairbrush only a comb <laughs> and in, in exchange you get 72 weeks of safety <laughs> Game-changing. It'll be like that. <laughs> That's what's happening. Gosh, CBS call her, okay? Call me. CBS call me. Call me. Call me. Listen, they're telling us, like, in chat, they're like, your live stream looks like crap. I'm like, yeah, no, it's Barrett's fault. <laughs> yeah. What, do you think we were going to have a good live stream today? No. Like, we ain't, we ain't professional. We're not a CBS affiliate, but CBS call me. But... <laughs> Yeah, Real Medical Nectar. Uh, you changed your name back to Real Medical Nectar. Don't think I didn't notice that you had it as something else in the off-season. I pay oh attention. <laughs> pay attention. You think I know, but I know. But anyway, uh, Real Medical Nectar, hey, says, I'm once again asking for the key will. Aren't we all? Every year. Yeah. It's <sighs> it's the key will. It's the old intro music. It's or the old I don't even. It doesn't have. It's not the key wheel itself. It's the drama of the order of safety and people looking at each other. Like if you want to digitize it and be fancy, okay, whatever, Grodner. But can we go back to the, like, you are safe? You have them push a button if you want it to be something that's not a key wheel. Like yeah. Each safe person like the, a button. The over-the-top over necklaces? Yeah. That, like, yes. Something. That was so dumb when, like, it'd be, like, three hours later. <laughs> it was just oh attacked my by my cat. Sorry. <laughs> my cat is not a fan. She said the anyway. stream is shitty. <laughs> um... But yeah, I feel like they could easily just, they have the whole board. Why not just have an empty board uh, with a bunch of like face slots and they just turn the key each time there's a new person safe and you could just do the, uh, James, you are safe. Uh, Julie, you are safe. And then they do the, thank you. And um, thank you, Paul, with your fifth HOH. Uh, I appreciate it really. Like like Bachelor style, like you just hand out roses and. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Essentially. Yes. Uh, I feel like you could compromise that way, but it'd be watermelons uh, instead. They'd be like, "You are safe," <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, you just have like twelve people standing there holding watermelons. <laughs> they have to hold it. They can't let it go. They're just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. 
<laughs> Each week it's a different piece of produce. <laughs> and like Jackson Mickey's just like eating his. Yeah. Yeah. He'd, be, he'd be done with it but he'd, he'd, he'd be done with everyone else's safety he watermelon he's like on the block because he ate his freaking watermelon <laughs> that was what was keeping you safe jackson <laughs> all you had to do was not eat the watermelon jackson <laughs> he would have been out why didn't they make that a competition he'd have been out the first week <laughs> It's like the first person to eat their watermelon is evicted. Bye, Jackson. <laughs> he's already he's he's eating it. Even completed. He's yeah. like, mine's gone. <laughs> he's already eaten like four other people's watermelons, and now they have to be evicted too. <laughs> he, he just looks the exact same, though. It's just as if nothing has happened. Um, okay, so we've we've gone through the wild card competition. Obviously, we have the premiere on Wednesday, but we're not going to have a Thursday episode, and we won't have another episode of Big Brother Twenty Three until Sunday night. Um, where I'm, I'm not even sure what will happen. I assume a wild card competition will take place at some point during it, but honestly, I don't know what the filler is going to be for the first half. If they're going to have the have to do the HOH competition too, if they're going to have to show the actual picking of the teams, I feel like there's still a lot that could happen in a Sunday episode. Mm -hmm. It just depends on what they leave off on Wednesday. So I don't know, but we'll have a bunch of days of feeds to go through, uh, before we actually get to the Sunday episode. So, um, um, they're they're talking about uh the dr will thing oh yeah that is that is pretty much the last thing we're gonna go over because oh, okay. um dr will will kirby winner of season two and uh fourth place on big brother all-stars and the neighbor of uh <laughs> big brother all-stars last year there's an article with uh was it heavy.com where he pretty much stated that he wasn't well utilized on the season before, but that, you know, uh, in the article was Alison Grodner also a part of this article, Roxy? No, no, that article, the heavy.com thing was just an interview with Will. Um, Hey, Mother Taryn, I didn't mean earlier in this podcast. I meant earlier in the day, Barrett and I did like a short little video where we went over that. We haven't talked about it yet on this podcast. So you are right in time, Mother yeah, Taryn. Doing great. Yeah. No, it, it was just with Will where he was like, he said he didn't feel like he was utilized enough in his, in his neighbor capacity on last year's uh, season. Because of, uh, he said a lot of it was like for, because of the COVID protocols which according to Grodner, we're not going to have anymore, but according to science, we are. So <laughs> pick who you're going to believe. Um, so uh, call me CBS. So anyway, but in one of the articles, I believe entertainment weekly, um, rich did reference that Dr. Will might not be the only face that we see. I do think he'll be the only one in the role of neighbor. I do think, we can reasonably expect maybe hosting in some capacity, although I don't know how they'll do that with the protocols. Maybe they'll utilize that, you know, newfangled video equipment that Grodner likes to use. Maybe that. Her Who new knows? camera. Yeah. It's in high def. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Pretty colors and high definition. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how much of that to believe because, like we said earlier in our short little video, um, <laughs> he could just be official uh, name. Yeah, he could be 
lying about that entire thing and he could just be <laughs> in an article saying that stuff just for fluff but he did have an instagram post about a month ago where he was uh he it was like the the caption was just the lyrics from mr rogers neighborhood um and he was just showing it's off like one of his day in the neighborhood. yeah hmm. and he was showing off his big brother memorabilia so um who knows what we could see from dr will if we see anything from him this season or a neighbor's twist again not really a twist but a twist i guess maybe he'll have like a block party and he'll be the neighbor but then he'll have like various house guests like previous house guests come visit him in the neighborhood what color was rachel's blouse at the big brother block party (laughs) could be yeah I wouldn't mind that. What inappropriate outfit was Nicole passing off as maternity wear? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Why would you say that? Oh no! Because she wore a negligee in one of her pictures, and I'm like, that's not maternity wear or clothes to wear out of the house. But okay, so I mean, mean, unless you're going to Walmart in the country, so which probably fits. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, uh, but. Yeah, that was pretty much the Dr. Will thing. Other than that, I don't know what else we have to cover. Uh, if I missed anything. <laughs> did I miss anything, anyone? Your mom wants to know if she should open a new account called Mother Barrett. And I say, yes, Terry, do it. Please. <laughs> oh, gosh. Now now that uh, my mother's into the chat, I think we should go ahead and wrap up. <laughs> uh so thank you so that's pretty much it you guys we have covered everything that is going to happen in the live move-in premiere uh obviously maybe we will have a cast reveal tomorrow if spoiler girl is right on any case (laughs) but if there's not i also would not be surprised if we don't learn who the cast is until the premiere i also would not be surprised (laughs) um which is scary to say but that'd be horrible yeah we don't want a BBCan9 Ethan moment, so I don't know. Maybe CBS should do their due diligence and release the cast a little bit early. I don't know. They don't want to. Or somebody leave it. They don't want that. <laughs> they want the drama. Yeah. Well, that's like, isn't it just like good marketing to like reveal the cast? Like, yes, right. <laughs> it is. Like, like, movies, like we don't even know them. Like, like that is stars, a... it's like okay, but. I don't know. Like, it just seems right. backwards. I'm yeah. hoping we get it tomorrow. We got the Love Island one yesterday. So yeah, and, like, the, I was so. talking to my friend Drew earlier. He said that his prediction is that um, because, like, Love Island and Big Brother are starting around the same time, like, if Love Island's cast came out today, then it's likely that we will get a Big Brother cast beforehand. But, I mean, maybe not. They just haven't set a date yet, which is, like... I mean, right. they... I feel like they would start a countdown or you something. You know why, like, though? Grodner heard we wanted to know a date and she said yeah I don't care it's a direct quote (laughs) Uh, so maybe eventually we will get a cast and cover the cast again apologies for the stream lacking uh, quality tonight Uh, hopefully it will not be like that in the future but Mm. you know these things happen so I apologize for that but anyway uh, if you want to follow any of us on Twitter and you could not see uh, the ads that were scrolling across the screen the entire time because of the terrible stream. I am at Spicy Barrett. Daniel's at Daniel Icon Brown. Roxy's at Roxy underscore Hotman. And Nick is at 
at the Nick City. I had to think about it for a second. Sorry, I got to get used <laughs> to the new at. Um, at the Nick City. Those links are also in the description below. Obviously, if you want to check us out on any podcast platform, go for it. Specifically, if you want to go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review or anything like that, that would be super cool. Other than that, if you want to keep up with us, ask us any questions about Big Brother 23 before the premiere. You can find us, hit us up, do anything. If you want to comment on this video, do that. Do whatever you want. But until then, we will be back depending on if this cask is revealed or not. So <laughs> we will be back as soon as we can, uh, hopefully really soon. But with that, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for everyone who was in chat and watched us live.